Aces. Welcome back to the Oz American Aces NFL podcast. It's wild card week. There's a couple of wild things coming at you. I got the wild one on the on the line. We've got the rats coming from live from the Gold Coast. Rat wild card week, the best week on the calendar. There's all the best teams. Do or die matchups. Your stats should stand up, even though last week. They didn't. Houston's run game was amazing. Well, it just died in the ass when we pumped it up, but they got the chocolates. There's some big wins. You know, Bill's winning, getting the two seed. Oh, plenty. Now Miami got to go to the freezing cold. But anyway, how are you, brother? Welcome back. Thanks, mate. It's going really good, and it is the best <laughs> week of the year. Eight games. Eight, oh, no, sorry. Eight games? Is that games? Four games. Six games. Well, we'll get through them. Hey, let's just worry about the first one. So, six-game slate, a um, few teams that we're unsure should be there. But, um, look, we know there's a couple of pox divisions here this year. But, um, mate, looking forward to it. There's a few few crackers and a few guys that um, I'm looking forward to see how they go on the big stage. Before we get into the games, huge week. I mean, I just saw Alabama's Saban, the head coach, has just retired. Um, Rabel from the Titans gets the win and gets the arse. Oh. Uh, Belichick's not sure what's going on there. We're seeing... Oh. Finally, Arthur Smith, our man from the Falcons, gone. fucking gone. Oh, <laughs> fuck for that. Mate, did you see them? Now, let's just quickly dive into this. But oh, Jameis Winston is my favorite quarterback, I reckon. He's the funniest bastard. He's called it. He's gone against the coach and got the He's rushed the TD in dead time. And Arthur Smith, he was fuming, which I loved. I thought if it's a rivalry, why not just stick it up him? Like, it's a long time between drinks. And, uh, you know, I thought it was quite weak from the Saints head coach to come out and apologize. But Winston, he's in the change rooms and, and now he's walking around the NBA court side and everyone's getting around him. New Orleans loves him. He's not even, he's not even a starter. Oh, mate, what do you think of that? Do you think that's fair play or you think they should have taken oh. a knee? Yeah, fuck. In the AFL, mate, you don't really take a foot off, do you? It's just this American thing. Like, even in the NBA when they're dribbling the clock out and shit, because they don't have percentage there or anything like that. If someone's to shoot a shoot a three or bloody do a dunk at the end of the game, they all crack the shit. So, look, they got this bloke in Jamal Williams. He had the most rushing touchdowns last year for Detroit. Hadn't had one this year. So, look, they got him over. Is what it is. I can suck it up. You got flogged anyway. I'm glad. There was a nail in the coffin for Arthur Smith. So, <laughs> pack your bags, mate. Off you go. Mate, he was fuming. And I was like, well, mate, what do you expect? Now you know how we feel when you don't play Bajan Robinson like you did like. See, he goes for 100 yards receiving. He's a running back. And the bloke doesn't give him... Like, he still went off this year. But imagine he used him properly. I mean, see you later, mate. What do you expect? I I was like... what? Yeah, I just... Yeah, I think he's had seven wins three years in a row. Like, no growth. No, didn't go further back, but didn't show any signs of growth. And they gave him some first-round picks. Please, take a hike, son. Um, looking forward to who coaches... I reckon if you're going to coach a team, it'd be a pretty good team to coach. We've got a lot of weapons around Rat, um, and no doubt another pick early in the uh, draft. Mate, let's get into it, though. Let's get into a huge, huge week ahead. Um, and a few, you know, there's a lot of bad weather around, which sucks. We'll start with what pops up on my app first, and that is this, that is going to be the Browns taking on the Texans. This one is at Cleveland. Um, so more so the Texans taking on the Browns, but this one is 8.30 Australian Eastern Standard on Sunday. So Sunday, our time, we're going to get two games, Dolphins, Chiefs, follows. But let's start with the, the Browns and Texans. The Texans got the chocolates 
last week against the Colts like I expected, but they did it quite tough in the end, and they were very lucky. Like the Colts should have won that. Who do you think wins this, and how do you think they win? You start. Mate, I think Houston going to Cleveland and win this one. I just love what I'm seeing from CJ Stroud and Nico Collins at the minute. Um, Cleveland's defense at the start of the year and even halfway through the year was absolutely unbelievable. But since then, Miles Garrett looks banged up to me. He's, he's their big uh, defensive lineman. He's got strapping all over his shoulder. It seems like his bicep shoulder is getting held in by a brace. I'm unsure what that specific brace does in the NFL. Half the defensive linemen wear him, but He's a shell of his uh, mid-form self. So I reckon Houston go in and get this one done. And CJ Stroud completely um, over-exceeds expectations from the start of the year. What do you think? I could not I could not disagree with you more. I, I can't see them getting... I don't I don't think they'll get within a touchdown of the uh, the Browns. And the, and the reason I tell you that is because CJ Stroud... He didn't, he, his first play last week, if he had a continued, you know, throwing the ball like that, well, yeah, but mate, if you take out Nico Collins, which I think Cleveland will, you've got to remember they're the, the top two defense in the league. Miles Garrett is going to be coming after you as well. They don't have a lot of weapons. Like if I was throwing the ball, Schiltz, Collins, and then you've got Singletary, there's not a lot there if you get everyone playing their role on defense. I think Cleveland can really lock them up. The only way I can see them getting in it is their defense stopping their offense. But, mate, you've got to remember, they played each other a few weeks ago. And that's when I know that CJ Stroud didn't play. But, mate, they absolutely smoked them. The Browns scored 36 points against Texans 22. They took the foot off late. But Cooper went for 265 and two touchdowns. I reckon Cooper goes for another 100 and a touchdown. But the other, the main thing here is... I really like Najoku. I think the, the I read that the Texans are giving up the fifth most receptions and yards to tight ends this season. And if there's a week to be given it up, it's not this week because Najoku is in fine form. Elijah Moore got knocked out last game. You know they come back a bit groggy the first game back. I just cannot see the Texans getting through the Browns' defense and then stopping this Browns' offense with Flacco slinging the ball. So for me, it's very simple. I'm going to be touching... Um, I'm just going to be going Browns to win. I think Cooper for a touchdown, maybe even Najoku for a touchdown. Um, but I think Najoku will get a lot of receptions, so I'll take his line over. And I, I honestly can't see the Texans moving the ball with ease. So I just I just think this is a mature outfit from the Browns and with the top two defense. I, I just wasn't – I was disappointed last week with the Texans' offense. I thought against the Colts, they're not that great. Uh, they struggled. And, you know, the Colts – Mate, the Colts should have won. So this should be, you know, if you if they just convert that fourth down, it's it's a different game. So, mate, um, yeah, let's agree to disagree. We'll soon find out. Browns eleven six, Texans ten and seven. It's going to be a great game. Um, I love where the Texans are heading, but yeah, this is the Browns for mine. Let's move on to the next game. The Dolphins will be taking themselves to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs in what's meant to be the coldest game we've ever seen. I've been flicking you some stuff on Instagram, mate. And yeah, I, I, when I think of Miami, I don't think of the cold weather and them going together. But if I also read out a stat, I think the Chiefs have beaten one team above them this year. They're actually going really poorly. I, I think back to when they lost to Green Bay, they've lost to the Raiders. Um, and if you're going to get them, it's on the ground. And I just think my heart is with the Dolphins. I'm going to stick with the Dolphins. I, I'm going to stick with them. 
Um, if I was to, if you're going to have a little wager in this game, I would stay away from result and I would just lean to the running backs because when it's cold, I mean, Rat, you know what it's like. When it's cold, geez, it's tough to tackle. You know, your fingers are gone and the big bodies, they just find it out. Regardless of the weather. <laughs> exactly right. So I think A-Chain can get going. I watched him last week and thought their coaching was really weak in the second half. They played safe. They took Tyreek off. When they take Tyreek off the field, they just bottleneck the run. They just, you know, they just stop it. They know what's going on. So, I, you know, Sneed goes to heel, but I, I, I truly am looking at that Miami run game. And I don't, you know, I saw the Raiders get after the Chiefs run game. I've seen other teams get after them. I reckon this will be a Miami win and due to the run. And oh, I'd love to know, you know, Mahomes isn't going up against their Miami's best defense due to Chubb and Howard being out, but they haven't got a lot of receivers as well. So if Ramsey can go to Rice and they can manage Kelsey in the midfield, I mean, it, it'd be, it's get, the, the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm scared of the result is they just lost another linebacker on the weekend and one of them, you know, one of their leaders. So the Miami Dolphins defense is getting banged up. So I think if, you know, due to that factor, it's going to be either or, but um, I'm, I'm not as excited as I was for this game, mate, because of the weather, to be honest. Um, so Pacheco is the other one. I think you'll be, I know they got good run D, but Pacheco is going to be moving those legs a hundred miles per hour. So mate, if I was going to do anything, I'd probably take Miami at the line, get on a chain for some rut from yards, depending on where most it's at and a touchdown and probably Kelsey for a tutty because he's a freak. But yeah, just don't know with this weather. What are you thinking? Yeah, mate, I think Kansas just due to being at home, get this one done. And how sporadic Miami have been. Um, Jalen Waddle coming back next week should really help, or this week should really help Tyreek Hill. We saw Hill get 12 targets for seven receptions and just under 100 yards last week, but they really need Waddle in there to open it up. But Kansas City's day this year has been what has kept them in games and really won them won them games this year. So just at home, like I haven't been impressed with what I've seen on the offensive side of the ball for the Chiefs. But I still reckon they've just got enough and they've had enough continuity together just to get it done at home here in the first round of the playoffs as opposed to Miami, who, as you said, have banged up on the defensive side of the ball. And for a couple of weeks now, it just hasn't been quite right. With most it out, you saw Hill in that moon boot, as we spoke about. Um, it, yeah, it's just been a bit clunky for Miami the last couple of weeks. So Chiefs just, I reckon they'll just find a way to win here at home in the first round of the playoffs. I must say, my head's saying Chiefs at home rarely lose, but they've let me down, you know, this year a lot, if I'm honest. And it's just, as I said, I've been doing a lot of research on these games. The Chiefs actually haven't beaten anyone significantly. Like, you know, no one above them. They're a bit like Miami. They're kind of bullies. Um, and that's why these two are very uniquely matched. Look, Tyreek Hill going back to the Chiefs. It's it, it, You know, he can play in the weather. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm just going to be cheering on the Dolphins. I want to see the Dolphins get to the next round. Kind of flat that the Bills aren't going to the Chiefs because I thought Josh Allen would be comfortable there. Um, but anyway, man, looking forward to it. It should be a really entertaining Sunday in Australia. So wherever you're watching it, um, yeah, good luck to you because it'll be fun. Right, all right, mate, let's go to the next lot of games. We've got to wait. We've got a you know, little snooze and we get three games. And the first one's at 5 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard, which is uh, 4 a.m. for you. So you might be able to watch this. I'm assuming you're back at training now, mate. Probably you've got a 3K time trial or something off the back of this. But Steelers at Buffalo. This is the other game that's affected. Uh, we just read out online the weather. It's going to be really cold. Not that it'll worry the Steelers, but with TJ Watt out, I think they're one and 
They're one from 11. Uh, and the Bills last week, what I saw was that's a team that played pretty poor, I thought, against Miami on offense. Josh Allen just continually shot, you know, just kept shooting himself in the foot. If he can clean that up, Gabe Davis went out. I think, you know, they're going to have to stop Diggs. Diggs looked a bit better last week. But Kincaid, I think he's the guy I'm going to have my eyes on. And Josh Allen, he let me down for a rushing touchdown. I think he'll be able to run one on the goal line. Uh, they won't be mucking around. Unless they give it to Lenny Fournette, who looks strong, uh, the big fella. But this is all about the bills. If you're going to have your house on it, I, I just, this is my best bet, but there's no value. So a bit of a boring game. Um for my liking. Steelers will be playing from behind. So do you touch Najee Harris in the backfield? Maybe you do because it's cold and they run. I don't know. But you'd think the Bills get this one done at home, mate, in, in, in what's going to be a – it could be a blizzard, um, which is not really attractive for what we want to do, be doing on our, on our phones when we put a little bit of money behind it. What do you think? Mate, the main reason, and you mentioned it earlier, is I reckon the Bills get up. One, being at home, but two, I watched the Steelers game last week and just how influential TJ Watt is. Whether he's getting to the quarterback or not, if he's not getting there, all the pre all the offensive linemen are sucked towards him and then someone else ends up getting to the QB. So he single-handedly kept them in the game on the defensive side last week. And with him not being there, I just think the offense are going to have to do too much. And I don't think Mason Rudolph has that in him. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren have been great. The last month or so, Najee Harris has really come on in the second half of the year with Kenny Pickett being out. But I just think the Bills are going to have too much now and be able to do too much with the ball uh, with TJ Watt out. So that's a massive out. And I think all their hopes are gone now with that, uh, with him not being there. Do you think they get anything going on offense? You know, like, do you think Pickens and, jo and Johnson can keep him in the game? I I, I I really like what I saw from Johnson. I think um, I think they're going to go towards Pickens because he the def defense is going to go towards Pickens because he is their explosive play wide receiver. So I think they cover him like you saw last week, and then you see Johnson get those intermediate routes because he does run better routes and gets open closer to the quarterback and in the midfield there. So I think Johnson. Look, I, if I was taking anyone for reception, it'd be Deontay Johnson. He got his. He got three catches in the first five minutes and then it took him another two and a half quarters to get his fourth catch, which was his over-under that I was sweating the whole game. Um, he looked really good. So if you're looking for anyone to have a go with on the offensive side of the ball, I think they're going to be down also. So I'll be taking Johnson for receptions. But I still think the Bills get this one done at home. Yeah, well said, mate. Well said. It's, um, it's a pretty straightforward game. I just would have thought that, yeah, they're going to have to... Throw the ball, being from behind. Um, so yeah, I, I can't see, I can't see Pittsburgh getting near it uh, without that pressure on the quarterback. Josh Allen should be able to put up a lot of points, considering it, as long as the weather, you know, holds up. It shouldn't be. Um, this should be real light. But this is the easiest game on the on the slate. You know, looking at it from uh, on paper, we've seen upsets before, but I can't see that one now. The next game's probably my most. Oh no, the, the game after is probably the sexiest game. The next two are crackers. I think they're the best two. And they're both going to be dome games. So when you talk weather, well, get rid of that. Important to let the aces know listening. There's no weather here. We're going to the Cowboys. We're going to Dallas. And the Packers are taking on the Cowboys, who I believe I read they've won nine of the last ten. Uh, there's a huge rivalry here. But Jordan Love is now the quarterback. He's had a fantastic season. I'll let you start because I'm very firm and I know who's going to win this game, in my opinion. What do you think? 
Yeah, mate. Um, I reckon we'll be on the same page. I reckon the Cowboys win this. Um, too many, even though Green Bay's defense is quite serviceable, too many weapons on the offensive side of the ball. It seems like CeeDee Lamb is doing whatever he wants to do at the minute. He's in absolute fine form, and Dak Prescott is just putting it on an absolute dime for him. Um, we know we know Reed is the wideout one there at the Packers. If they're going to get it going, it's going to go through him. Um, I, I just don't think the Packers have enough, mate. I just don't think they can keep up. It's been a great first full season for Jordan Love. Really impressed with what I've seen here. Now they know they can build around him for at least the next couple of years. Um, but yeah, Cowboys are going to be way too much for me at home. And I reckon they get up early and then they just able to control the, control the game. This is where I reckon we actually might see Tony Pollard come into his own, mate. We've been waiting all year. But I think the Cowboys in the playoffs here will be playing from in front a bit and watch Pollard manipulate the game and just pick up his four to five yards uh, each rush and really control the game here for the Cowboys. So that's what I reckon is going to happen. Well said, mate. I must say, when I think playoff football, I think running backs, even Mahomes, I just, every year they just get to that goal line. They don't fuck around with it. They just give it to the running back and let him score. And Pollard looked strong last week when he went to the line and, you know, Jair Alexander's got a sore um, shoulder. You'd think he goes to Lamb, but Lamb's unstoppable, in my opinion, and he gets so many targets. Uh, the only value play would be Cook, uh, and and the, our man Ferguson, well, my man anyway. He hasn't he hasn't got, he hasn't scored for so long. I wonder if he scores this week. The Packers, I like Aaron Jones. I reckon if there's a weakness for Dallas, it's on the ground, and um, you know, it says he's questionable here. I don't know why, but. This is Aaron Jones's last three weeks, mate. He only returned four weeks ago, right? So, and last week he had 82% on the ground, but he's had 21, 20, and 22 rush attempts. And the last three weeks he's gone for 127, 120, and 111. And last week he actually had five receptions for five targets and 30 yards receiving. So I truly think this is a very simple game. It's Dallas win. I think uh, they normally blow teams out the park. I think Aaron Jones will do a lot of work on the ground and I think they're going to target that run game. And then you got Reed and the likes, but Jordan Love will spread the ball. And then on the flip side, Prescott, Pollard. And then I, I reckon for value, I'm just going to take Ferguson for that touchdown. I reckon Lamb, Lamb's what they're all going to be preparing for. I reckon they're, I'm just thinking if you're head coach or offensive coordinator, you're going to have some plays drawn up where you're like, we know what we put up on tape. Let's just change it for one play or two here. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going. But this is going to be a cracker. They both should be going for 300 yards passing. Um, if if Love's behind, you'd think he's just going to be slinging the ball. So Aaron Jones receiving is probably more attractive um, than he's over under for his rushing rat. But yeah, that's that's Dallas for me. I hope Dallas go deep. I know that a lot of people hate them, but the Cowboys have been around and knocking for a while now. So I'm hoping the Dallas Cowboys can get into that um, NFC championship game. And, and hopefully it's against San Fran because that'll be massive. But yeah, that's a, that's our predictions, mate. Let's move through. Rams taking on the Lions. Oh, we forgot to talk about earlier. There's a couple of um, crazy, like, you know, you talk about the script. We got, if Deshaun Watson was playing for the Browns, he would be playing his old team. So the Texans v Browns is actually quite big because if the Texan the Texans win that and they've offloaded Watson in the process, that's like a huge game from a GM standpoint. The Dolphins and Chiefs, well, you got Tyreek Hill returning, it's like bang, and then you got the Packers Cowboys, huge rivalry, and then now you got 
the Rams going to Detroit where Matthew Stafford's forged his career and gone and Goff started it. You know, like it's just amazing how it all worked out. So this one is my favorite game to watch. And, and it's all going to come down to can they stop Kyron Williams, in my opinion. Their run D is amazing, the, the Lions, but their pass D is horrific. You saw uh, what happened last week uh, with the Vikings. They, they just throw the ball. Like, they give up so many passing yards. So I've got Stafford just throwing this thing to Cup and Nakua all day long. And if Williams gets going on the ground, well, you'd have to lean to the Rams. But my heart says Lions. I want the Lions to win. So I'm going to be tipping the Lions. And the way they do it is Amon Ra for uh, yards and Monty and Gibbs to be just putting... Oh, I think Gibbs will be... He'll be getting moved around everywhere now that Laporta's out. So hopefully the Lions can hold on. What do you think? Mate, I think I just had a look there. It's been 30 years since the Lions won a playoff game. And look, they've made it. And the franchise is in a better spot than when Stafford left. But I think he comes in here with Laporta going out. He's a huge out. I think Stafford comes in with a rested cup from last week. He looked a bit banged up towards the back end of the season, as we know. And Puka's in fine form. They rested him in the second half of last week after he hit his rookie record. I think LA come in and just get it done. We've seen the last couple of weeks, Goff look a bit flustered. I love your call on Amon Ra. He's just going to, he's going to get at least 15 targets this week. So whatever you, mate, his, his reception over under is probably going to be nine and a half, to be honest, because he just gobbles up catches everywhere. But I, just with Stafford, mate, he just, he just finds a way to win. Like you could actually say like, oh, he hasn't played that well at the end of the game. And, the Rams have just never looked like losing. You know what I mean? So I think, and it's going to revolve around Kyron Williams, as you mentioned. I reckon I'm going to go him to get over, aim on raw receptions, because that's how they're going to work their way down the field and potentially chuck Jameer Gibbs in there for a sneaky tutty as well. But I think the Rams can do it. I think they can knock knock uh, the lines off here. And bittersweet for Matthew Stafford as well, knocking out uh, the team that drafted him. And he had a few great years there as well. I just, I know, I'm I'm a bit flat this matchup's there. Like, I would have loved the Rams to play the Bucks or Philly, you know, so then we can get them to the next round, where this game is like two great teams and you're just knocking out one of them, which just, because I want to watch them go deep, both of them. Um, but if I look at it, I just think, I just think that, oh, the Lions deserve it. You know, the last year and a half of football has been so consistent and so good, but then you flip it around and you say, well, how good's the Rams been considering no one rated them and what they've done since the start of the year. It's going to be interesting. As I said, if you think the Rams are going to win, you've got to get on Kyron Williams and you just, and you, and you, and you golf throwing the ball and playing from behind. But, um, and, but, but if, if you look at what lines have given up, think about the Dallas game two weeks ago, CD lamb, 202 tutties or one tutty, whatever it was. And then last week, Addison, deep ball, touchdown. Jefferson, 190, touchdown. You know, just yards on yard. If you're a wide receiver and you're playing the Lions, well, you can lick your lips. And if there's a quarterback to throw the ball, Stafford's one of the best to ever do it. As you can, as you see, break all these records that they break. Most receiving yards, you know, the rookie receiving yard record now with Nakua. Well, guess who his quarterback is? Stafford. I just think this is another one of those games um, where there'll be heaps of yards. And it'll be a lot of offense and I cannot wait. So you wouldn't be going, if you're having a little uh, multi, as we call them down here, not a parlay, I wouldn't be putting a same game multi with, with a result in this one. I'd be just leaning towards yards, putties and, uh, and sticking with the key players, 
Mate, this is this is going to be – I can't wait. It's just my favourite week. It's the best teams and there's so much to play for. The last game is probably something that I'm not excited as much. It's going to be on – you know, it's, it's we have to wait a day for it as well. But I just have no idea. Look, I'm looking at our app right now and you've got Jalen Hurts who busted his finger. He's questionable. I think he'll be fine. Um, Swift was questionable. He was sick last week. They come up against a run defense that's been really, really strong. And then AJ Brown looked like he hurt his knee. I've, I can't find anything on his knee. I've been trying to work it out before we did this podcast, but I can't find out what's actually happened with his knee. And, you know, what I watched live against the Giants, because obviously he was, I, I was riding him. Um, I think I've cursed him, mate, because I've packed him six weeks in a row and he's done nothing, which is crazy because he had the best start of the year. But I just don't know if they're going to have enough weapons out there. And um, the only reason I'm tipping Philly is, I saw Baker Mayfield last week play the Panthers and he looked really banged up. He hurt his knee or his ankle at the start of the game and he played through. He's a tough bugger. I reckon I reckon they can get the bucks in the air. So I'm just hoping that AJ Brown or Devontae Smith is available because I reckon they can get them. I reckon they can get just one. I reckon, I reckon the Philly Eagles can get through just one round. Um, and I also think this will be high scoring due to the fact that their defense has given up so much. So if I was going to lean anywhere, though, I think White is a, um, has been really good, even though he looked like he hurt himself. But Evans was quiet last week. We probably forgot um, his matchup. I can't remember his name, but he's the cornerback there for the Panthers. I've had a little bit of a um, memory, memory blank. But, yeah, I just think Evans and whoever that receiver is playing will be getting peppered. Um, and I'm oh, just leaning towards Eagles, mate. I just I don't know what the injury list is looking like, but you'd think they'd get – get going for this one. What do you think? Mate, I, as you mentioned, all season, the trend is your friend and both teams are trending opposite ways. The Eagles, I couldn't be any lower lower on them at the minute. They are trending the wrong way, as you know, and you've seen the last couple of weeks. And even though the Bucks come off a shaky game last week against the Panthers, their secondary isn't too bad. I think you were talking about JC Horn going to Mike Evans That's there. the one. That's the one. Um, mate, I, I reckon it's going to be low scoring, Tommy, because I reckon it's, it's going to be close enough that no one really tries to air the ball out here. As you mentioned, there's a lack of weapons at uh, at the minute. You don't know what's going on with Hurts' his finger. He doesn't throw – he throws an all right ball, but look, if anything, it's going to affect it. It's not going to make him throw it any better. So I think it's going to be low scoring, and I reckon, if it, like, I reckon this could be the biggest upset of the first round here. So I'm going to take Tampa. I just reckon they've – like, you know, you're coming in, they've got nothing to lose, absolutely nothing to lose. Playoffs is a bonus. Baker Mayfield gets his bonus. And what was the Super Bowl favourites in the first half of the year? The Philly Eagles, even though they weren't playing very well at the start of the year, they're just trending down, mate, as we as we say. So, look, it would take a massive effort for them to beat the Tampa Bay Bucks here, I reckon. So I'm going to go Tampa. You wonder last week whether you look into it so much. So Eagles probably knew that Dallas were going to smoke Washington. And, you know, I'm just thinking from an overall playing you know, not that this is a good culture, but you go into those games and you think, well, fuck, what's the point of playing today? If I get injured, I'm not that you go into those games, but there's no doubt that, you know, the scenario is there. So I'm I'm thinking, do we look at last week's game or just completely just get rid of it? Cause I thought if you go with the week before Arizona are going better than we think, I reckon Arizona's had a strong finish to the season, even though they beat them. Tampa's last couple of weeks, you're spot on mate. Like they've been really poor, really poor. And Mate, if you watch, Baker was limping bad. I know he's going to play, but they can get after him. I just, 
Look, the Phillies are dollar sixty one, so they're clearly favourites. They were they were dollar thirty last week against the, the Giants and got obliterated. Oh, mate, I I just think Eagles get this one. I just think Eagles can get them. Bucks through Bucks through the air have been so bad. Like you can get them every week through the air, and I, I, that's why I just don't know. As we recall this podcast, Aces, it's it's Thursday. It's 4.53 p.m. in the afternoon. We've got no idea on the update of A.J. Brown. But if A.J. Brown is sweet or Devontae Smith is good to go, I only need one of them. I reckon it's going to be all funneled through them and got it. And I reckon the Eagles are, will be too strong in what I think will be a high-scoring game, Rat, because if they get the offense going, we know that Eagles are leaky. Um, but, mate, yeah, it's <laughs> you're right. When two teams are d- dipping so hard, how do you – how do you tip one of them? Because they're they're both in horrific form. The only thing with the Bucs is they won last week, but they could only get nine points against the Panthers in a do or die. Like if their defense didn't play so well, they're probably losing that game. You know what I mean? So, yeah, with a professional sport though, you know, two teams coming in with two completely different psyches. Like, oh, one team's coming in going, fuck, like if we lose this and the other one's going, Fuck, lads, if we win this, like, you know what I mean? We just get on a roll and we get going. Like, it, it, it's a real thing. It's a, like, it's a real thing. People are actually coming after Philly now saying that they've got no chance and Super Bowl favourites at the start of the year and they've just slowly, slowly, slowly trickled down, trickled down. And I just think, I reckon there's going to be an upset here. Tampa Bay have absolutely nothing to lose and they're going to come in here and hunt Philly like there's no tomorrow. Love it, mate. Well, let's just go through all our tips quickly. So I'm just going to read out the games and you just go bang, 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 and I'll do the same. So Cleveland, Browns, and Texans. Texans. Browns for me. Dolphins v. Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm going to go Dolphins, even though I think Chiefs will win. Pittsburgh Steelers and Bills. Bills. Bills, easy. Packers and Cowboys. Cowboys, $1.25, mind you. Just firm favorites. Cowboys. Uh, Rams v Detroit. Detroit a dollar fifty eight and Rams two thirty nine. Rams. Detroit lines for me. Well, geez, we're not what's, agreeing. Yeah, what's the line there? Do you have the line there? I will have that. And Eagles a dollar sixty one taking on the two thirty Buccaneers. Go Bucks. I'm going to go the Eagles. The line's three and a half for the Rams and the Lions. It's a nice line. I really like that. We take three. I don't points. like. I don't like a line that's above three. Like it's it wigs me out. <laughs> How many times do you see a field goal? Like, it's always three points or seven, I reckon. Um, mate, thank you for your time. Everyone listening, it's this is a if I if you look back to last year's games, they were they were some of the hottest games. And one, I think my best tip, you know, me and you haven't really dived into too many players, but I think my best tip was the best players really get the ball this week. And I know that sounds a bit weird, but in this during the season, there's always, you know, like. How many times do you see AJ Brown complaining about not getting targeted or other players being like this from memory? And even last week, if you watch, the best players aren't getting rested. They're not going off the field. Like they get they they get so many more attempts and 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 targets and all that kind of stuff. So I reckon that's my best tip is if you if you like a player or you know you like a team this week, just go straight to their best players and just back them in because the quarterback's going to be doing the exact same thing because it's such high pressure. And I know for a fact when Dak Prescott needs something, he's just going to be peppering CD Lamb, knowing that he trusts him more than anyone else. And 
and, and, and vice versa. So I, um, I reckon that's at my best tip, just back in the guns, like Mahomes, Kelsey. Has Kelsey been quiet? Yes, but I'll be back in Kelsey in if the weather's not ridiculous. Um, I think he'll be at he'll be getting a few targets around that red zone. So, uh, mate, that's all I've really got. I just can't wait for this week. Uh, we'll put up our best, mate. Maybe you send me. Do you want to put up our best for the whole week, or do you want to just put up our best for you know each games, or what do you want to do this week? I feel like we've got a lot of time up our sleeves, and the games are spread out. How would you like to do this? Because we were pretty stiff last week, both going down. Um, I went down by the Eagles, and I think you went down by a couple of catches to McBride, even though we had a touchdown and 80 yards. What do you want to do? Yeah, I reckon we just... Oh, nearly each day, I reckon. couple, because we've got a couple in each. Yeah, okay. We'll have to do that. Considering it's going to be a 5 a.m. start Monday, we'll have to get him in Sunday night. And then Saturday, that's that's fine. We'll do that. We'll have, obviously that shouldn't be too hard at all. Um, and remember, aces. We have our competition online. I think I mentioned it last week. I can't believe the rat is flying to Melbourne to see Tom Brady, and I've got him a Christmas present uh, that's uh, on my table in Brisbane. <laughs> so we we might as well just, we should just swap tickets, rat, and we'll be all good to go. But um, everyone out there listening. We've got a competition online. The winners will be announced Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. All you've got to do is head to Os American Aces on Instagram, tag your four best mates that you'd love to get tickets you know, for and with, and you go sit there. I think they're about $200 a ticket. And then you're going to come down. I'll get you, and we're going to get a big group photo with Tom Brady. Uh, one group, group photo locked in. And uh, yeah, hopefully we meet the great man, say a few things. Right, what's one thing that you uh, you'd ask Tom Brady if you had the chance to meet him and say something, which you might actually be doing? Um, oh, mate, depends depends where you want to take it. How many subs? <laughs> I get a I get a bit more tilty after a couple. <laughs> I uh, I, I was just about to say I don't know if you'll be drinking too much. He's I just found out that he had one request, which was backstage, which was his hummus and his guacamole and veggies. He's got a certain recipe, and yeah, he sounds as elite as we always thought he was, mate. I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd no, be yeah, I coming out for pleasure. So, um, oh, you, you always want to know, mate, how much you reckon with someone like that, and as we've seen with what's happened with Belichick at the minute, like whether he really reckons it was him or Bill. You know what I mean? You've seen Danny Amendola, one of his great teammates, multiple Super Bowl winner, come out and say. Bill coached us, but we played for Tom. Do you know what I mean? So I, I still reckon those dynamics are dynamics are great. He's never going to come out and say, look, it was all me, but you'd be able to get a sense of what what he really thinks. You know what I mean? When, when they answer those questions. You'd think he'd open up. I don't think he'd badmouth Bill. I think he'd be, well, he's done enough documentaries now. I think that big documentary you're talking about, he'd just be reiterating what he said on that. Um, and I reckon... He'll uh he'll just talk about how much respect he's got for Bill, which when they say respect, you know they don't really like them, but they respect them. So oh clearly Bill sounds like hard work, mate. Uh let's be honest. We all know what they're like, the coaches. And have you if you if you listen to his press conference after they get beat by the Jets, it's the most <laughs> boring, like it's just so outdated. And I don't mean any disrespect, but I'm you sure, could mate, which is actually quite nice to say. Oh, I just I just don't think you'd, uh, you know, with this day and age, he just looks, looks past it, man. Like the young, the, I don't think the young guys really vibe with that. Get me the, get me the head coach from the Texans any day of the week. Um, I'd rather have someone I can shake and hug after a, a win versus just walk past me. So anyway, mate, he's a superstar, Bill. We can't knock him. He's one of the best to ever do it. We've just lost another great coach in Saban at Alabama. 
bit of an end of an era, um, as they like to say. But mate, anyway, that's enough from us. This is wildcard week. This is big. This is big. Give me your best bet on the program, right? Your best bet. I'm going to get one, uh, one head to head and maybe one prop. Go. All right, one head-to-head. Here we go. I'm looking right now. My head-to-head is the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns, and that's 219. That's the second roughest head-to-head. Sorry. Are you kidding? That's your best bet? Head-to-head, Houston Texans. Wow. Man, my best bet's Cleveland. I mean, this does not sound great because we're disagreeing. Maybe me and you have, like, something on the line here. This would be – I just cannot see the Texans getting near the Browns. Well, there you go. What's even the line? Let's have a look here. Anyway, well, um, I think my best bet on the whole week is Najoku uh, for 60 yards. I think Najoku and the Browns will be the easiest and an absolute fill-up. Um, mate, I just need to apologize to everyone. The Browns are playing at the Texans. Yeah. I, I made a mistake earlier saying it's going to be in Cleveland. So I just needed to – it's at Texans, which is indoors, which means even more touchdowns and yards for the Browns. Um- and I'm going to go Amon Ra. He's um, reception suspect at seven and a half. I reckon that's way too low. I reckon he finishes in double digits. Love it, mate. Love it. Thank you for your time. I've only got a few more to go. Super Bowl around the corner. Um, big week. Big week. What's the storyline going to be? We'll soon find out. But one thing for certain, I just I just cannot see the Steelers getting anywhere near the Bills. Um, so next, the week after this will be entertaining. But yeah, all eyes on that. All eyes on the Dolphins and the uh, Chiefs after that. Oh, geez, I could sit here all day and talk about this, but we better wrap it up. Mate, that's it. That's our best bet. Me and you head-to-head on the first game on Sunday. Aces, hit the get to the competition. The tickets are in Brisbane, so if you're from Queensland, then dive in. Um, other than that, we've got our Rick Sideway discount code. Aces, all of our sunnies are restocked in a week and a half, so maybe just get to the website, sign up, and get ready to just go bananas. But that's me done. Have a great week. Good luck. And uh, Rat, Cleveland v. Texans, you're on. I'll chat to you offline about what we do about that. <laughs> yeah, mate. Good luck. Yeah, brother.